Greetings, citizens of Earth. You are barking a happy tune with my pal Smurf of Smurf and the Magic Tones on 5280 Geek. Live from the biggest studios, it is Weekend Geek Update. Smurf here, and I've got someone in the studio again. Yay! Yay. Hello. Our sponsor, with her special microphone. My special microphone. Susie Keys, <laughs> who is finally getting out from underneath all of her stuff. Yes. You, you had all your projects and everything from Emerald City. Did you get all that done? I did. Everything except for one uh, made it in time for Christmas. Wow. And the one that wasn't going to make it in time for Christmas was notified and wasn't going to make it in time for Christmas. And so, uh, yeah, we, we took a ton of orders on the way home from Seattle. So, see, you brought you brought charismatic energy and everybody's like, oh, I want to send you money. Yay. <laughs> So Susie is our sponsor. If you are unaware or you're coming late to the party or this is your New Year's resolution to explore new podcasts, to experience new flavors, tastes, and thoughts, and Susie comes along and and helps us along with our thoughts. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) I saved something. In fact, Book of Boba, I, I didn't talk about last week on my take because I wanted you here Just for, for me. Just for you. And actually, I'm kind of glad because there's something in there that I'm just, I'm not happy about and I'm going to just, I'm going to rip apart here in a Oh, second. no. <laughs> that makes me nervous. Nah, don't be nervous. Well, we agree on so many things that when we don't agree, it's, that's a deep divide. It is a deep divide, but I think you will agree with me after you hear what it is. Okay. But first, before we do, I love, this is what I love. Because <laughs> this is dominating the airwaves right now is the Moon Knight trailer. Right? I love when nerds invade sports nerds world. Yeah. Because there's no reason any nerd, any <laughs> normal nerd is going to watch a championship wildcard game. So this is period. how into comic books I am. I don't have the slightest. I couldn't even tell you who played that game on Monday night. I believe that. But I sat through that whole damn thing waiting for Moon Knight. <laughs> so let me, and this is why I was excited to talk to you about this. So does this incline you to want to watch football at all anymore? At, at any, well, I at any never watched football. I know. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't get. Yeah, why I don't. do this to you guys? I don't know what happened. I don't know who the football guys were. I don't have any idea. So, like, seriously, I was playing Animal Crossing while this football game was on, uh, just waiting for Oscar Isaacs and Moon Knight. Yay. So, yeah, I hate when they do that, but I... Uh, we, it's like a thing now. It is a thing now. They bury this coveted nerd thing in general <laughs> interest, <laughs> and, we're, and then we're all playing... Minecraft and Animal Crossing, and well, it's on, so they get the ratings, but we didn't actually watch it. Well, and to be <laughs> fair, I mean, I had it on, and I kind of watched it. I really didn't care. And I'm a sports guy. You are, Yeah. Who, who were the sports guys? Because <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't very impressive. 
Arizona got beat, so that's that's all that matters. Okay. So that's <laughs> everybody laughed. But yeah. the 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 funny thing is this isn't the first time that they've done this, and I no. think this is going to be an ongoing thing, especially when like Sunday, uh I'm appraising a collection and the the person I'm there with has the game on, but it's on Nickelodeon. So there's like all these weird graphics and everything going on, trying to weird. It, like it's on Nickelodeon, so there's like slime falling and covering the field, <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell are with these graphics? <laughs> and it's just, I'm like, why? So this has gone on, and now it's starting to be more persistent. Of course, that you know, Disney owns pretty much almost everything. Yeah, I, I we get the trailer, and of course. Um, Oscar Isaac, who is from Star Wars, yes, um, looks he's Poe, right? Yeah, he's Poe Dameron. Um, he plays crazy very good. He does. I love him. I love Oscar. Uh, you know, just my general point of view. I'm so excited to be seeing Oscar, and especially and, outside of Star Wars. Especially outside of Star Wars. But, you know, all of these uh, Latin, Latinx actor, actors and actresses are coming to the forefront. And that's really meaningful to me because mm-hmm. I come from a Mexican family. So I, I'm really jazzed to see people like me, who look like me, in the lead, not the gardener, not the maid, not the pool cleaner. Even if, you know, the Moon Knight character is a little bonkers, but... Um, <clears throat> Well, and see, so... <laughs> Disassociative personality disorder says what? Say, um, <laughs> who? Which one of me said that? <laughs> but, I mean, it's a great character, and, and we've talked about it before. Some of these things that are coming out are a little bit of a deep dive for Marvel. I'm concerned about the fan base. Well, and I talked about this last week. Actually, yeah. it's been kind of like an ongoing topic with you and I as far as where... I mean, hands down... I and I will I will I you can at me on this one. I do not care. Moon Knight is B level at best. C level character. I mean, they they've tried multiple times to bring him to the forefront. They've made him a mercenary. They they've made him like uh the poor man's Batman. He's he's, you know, uh a cryptozoologist. I mean, they they've they've given this guy <laughs> so many I mean, and it's very similar to Captain Marvel. Because they, again, another B, C-level character right. that they, ha- they just can't get a story down. Now, as excited as I am to see Moon Knight, I'm like you. I think this is a little, this is off the rails. It's, it's a little off the path. And my concern is the casual fan. I say this over and over again every time I'm here. Like, we are deep in the weeds of comic book territory here. And even some of the comic book guys we know aren't totally familiar with Moon Knight and what's no. going on. Well, um, and it depends what era, because exactly. you've got Werewolf by Night, which is his first appearance, um, and which is one story. And then Marvel Spotlight is his first solo story. And then he's had four, five different titles. Right, because he was um, like... The Marine uh, Black Ops soldier, yep. and then he was the cryptozoologist, and then he had this associative personality disorder, and then uh, so do you, I'm not gleaning any information from the from the trailers I've seen. Do we know which I don't Moon think we Knight do. we're getting? 
Because, I mean, even I remember when he, for Marvel Knights, he was bankrolling, like, the, the team. Right. With Daredevil, Punisher, Elektra. I mean, it was a great series, and this was, like, early aughts that this was going on. And I really wish that they had continued that. Because the Marvel Knights story was, was actually kind of fun. Yeah. And we all knew who was backing it. We were waiting for Moon Knight to show up in, in yeah. Suited Up. But it's Mark Spector in his, his street clothes. And the trailer leads me to think one thing while we're getting something else. Because his cell phone is in a cartouche. Right. And, and so it's like, well, how's that? And who's Mark? And like, well, how often... Has he yeah. stepped in and out of his other personalities? And sometimes he has power. Sometimes he has powers, and sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. And sometimes, well, and, and like, there was that thing when the it was like based on the, of the moon. moon. Exactly. <laughs> it's high tide. You know what that means? Yep, someone's getting an ass beaten. <laughs> I wish I you guys could have seen our faces at that moment. <laughs> there was just that click, and we're like, the phases of the moon. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, and this is what we're dealing with. So I don't, Marvel's never really gotten this down. So now, and but he's always been violent. Always. Always been violent. Not quite Frank Castle violent, but no. really on that edge. He's on that edge. Yeah. But is this too much for D-plus? Well, they're going to tone it down. That's uh, See, and that's what bothers me. I don't want it toned down. Because look at what they did to Kingpin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's just hit him with a car. Uh, Yeah. So here's the thing. And I've been saying this for 10 years. Uh, because of 20th Century Fox and the X-Men, they always were going to have to bring out the B and C guys. And there's some rumbling now, there's some rumbling now out of Disney that they're going to start bringing back the mutants. Uh, I think they have to with the... I don't have a choice. Well, I think they have to by bringing in um, the Eternals and the Celestials uh, because, you know, there's that whole conspiracy. I don't know if you want to go so far as to say conspiracy, but that Tiamat is the reason why there's mutants on Earth, Mm -hmm. you know, and so... uh, well, and we're because I was even thinking this, and I wanted to ask you: Are we have we ran out of a league, a characters? Because I mean, we're we're Captain Marvel. I don't consider a. I know a lot of people be upset with me at that, but she's always been a solid B character. Well, she's my my love of Captain Marvel, and I, I do love these uh, her series from. A couple years ago, where all of the covers looked like uh, war propaganda posters, yes. that was a killer. That was, that a, was great a killer series. book. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, Carol Danvers and Captain Marvel, even as Marvel, were better as part of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. They they don't. I don't feel like they stand very strongly on their own. Um, and I, there was a lot of and I. With Black Widow, too. There was a lot of opportunity Black there. Black Widow's another, I mean... Shabini. And they just left Carol and Natasha holding the bag. Yeah. They had a lot of potential and just nothing. Just kind of left. Just nothing. Because, I mean, because it was funny because we were going, when I was appraising that collection, because um, there's uh, 
Falcon was, of course, you know, added to Captain America's title. Yeah. And Black Widow was added to Daredevil's title. Yep. There for a very long stretch that she wasn't with anybody, but she was a spy and she was running around with the hand and she was kind of partners with Daredevil. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but I, I mean, we've got Captain Marvel, we've got Ms. Marvel, who we really don't know enough about, who's an inhuman, who... I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of tiptoed on the whole mutant thing. Because they couldn't well, do mutants, but they had the Inhumans. Right. But they didn't do Inhumans very well. No, they did not. And then there's that whole thing. Uh, I'm going to spoil. I hope you don't mind. But there's that whole thing at the end of Hawkeye where is Mrs. Hawkeye Mockingbird? Or is Bobby Morris from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mockingbird? They're, like, is that an inherited title? Or is it always Bobby? You know, like, it's what are they question. doing there? Because we brought that up. And I knew she was going to be Mockingbird. But it was a question of how are they going to... Is is she just... Did she just get the code name right. and it gets handed down? And, I mean, Jeremy keeps giving me the look because I get too involved in this so maybe like do we just need to roll with the punches and let it go well (laughs) somebody threw something at me the other day about this and it was like agents of shield is not mcu it's It's, not it's another timeline and i'm like no because they make a big deal about being earth 616 yes because they are part of this this earth so i i'm the firm belief that this is our earth so i don't know and i would love to have bobby come back because when they got disavowed in Agents right of shield right i was heart-wrecking i cried i was just like this is bullshit <laughs> i cried <laughs> they even did like the the the, the bourbon toast as right. they walked out of the bar oh and i was my just God. like this is bullshit and they were two good characters <laughs> they were great but i mean because then we so that means the inhumans are still out there yeah quake is still out there that was such a letdown chloe was let me say chloe was excellent Mm -hmm. she did an excellent job with the material she was given Mm -hmm. that is not quake no (laughs) (laughs) that is not quake i've had this argument with a friend of mine over and over again and as i've gotten further away from it i i'm starting to see his side that that was not daisy that was not quake no and it was I, she they they always wrote her just as the foil for whatever the, that season's bullshit right? was, and it was just disappointing because they never got anything. We never got a proper Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, even though Ian McLaughlin was was a great character. Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. I always call him <laughs> Ian. See on Earth six one seven, he's Ian six one six. He's he's Kyle. Um, well, and that. The LMDs and yes. that random Madam Hydra and... Yeah, I don't even know, because now we have Julia Louise Dreyfus, who's Madam Hydra? Well, is she? She's Val. She's, She's Valentina, of... but what are they doing with that? They're seeing it just, it's... Ugh. And she riled up, um, oh my gosh, she riled up Yelena. Yeah. Sent her off to kill... Hawkeye, and then they just have a nice heart-to-heart, and she's done. They just hug it out. <coughs> well, in in the last couple of days, so um, Disney has kissed up and made up with Scarlett Johansson. Good. So that's all back to normal. And she had, uh, ScarJo had absolute reason to be upset because of her contract, and she's supposed to get a take of the box office when Black Widow finally landed, but it never went to the box office because 
direct right. release. Right. So she reason to be upset. So now, fast forward to today, evidently we're going to do another Black Widow film that ScarJo is going to be involved in. Okay. And Elena is coming back. Elena, yay. I love Florence Pugh. She's adorable. She is adorable. <clears throat> and I, I don't know how I feel because there's so many things about the Kate Bishop show. I mean, Hawkeye, that the I Kate really... The Kate Bishop show. <laughs> it was the Kate Bishop show. Well, it was the Kate Bishop storyline. Of course it was the Kate Bishop <laughs> show. No, then call it Kate Bishop. Don't call it Hawkeye. She is Hawkeye for a while. I know. I just and it's the Matt Fraction line. I know. Don't don't yeah. at me. I yeah. know all about it. I read it. <laughs> <laughs> already, I already could feel the angry nerds. Smurf, you know better. <laughs> yes, I know better. But I just wanted more from Hawkeye. I just, I mean, he's the most like underused Avenger out of all of this. I know, but he's always underused. He is always underused. He's kind of he's. Kind of this just awkward guy in the corner, and sometimes he does great things, and sometimes he doesn't. But even in his own titles, he's awkward. I, yes. uh, I mean, we love him, and we, I love Jeremy's portrayal of him, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's all it's all very much Hawkeye the way he brings. Yes, and his I performance, after but... watching it, I had to go back and watch Tag because that's <laughs> all that I saw. When he's dealing with the tracksuit mafia, I, that's all I could see was just tag. So I had yeah. to go back and watch that. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm curious because as we move forward with D+, we've got Moon Knight, which is going to premiere March 30th. So Yay. we have a date, um, which is after Book of Boba. Right. Disney's very particular about how they're releasing things so that there's not overlap in shows. Well, if you have control of Marvel and Star Wars, you're not going to you're not going to run Kill them up. One for the other? No, you're not going to run them up against each other because you'll lose your fan base. They're very meticulous yeah. about this. So, but we still have Incredible Hulk or uh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk, which Ruffalo is part of. Yeah. Um, so's um, uh, Abominations coming. Yes. Ra- uh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Is coming back. And, oh my gosh, I didn't watch this, but uh, I used to work for a guy who was super into Orphan Black, uh, Tatiana. Uh, yes. Muscle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't, I don't have her name up. Oh my gosh, that. we're sorry. Um, you're. I'm sure you're an amazing actor. I'm sorry I haven't she's seen great. your work. Uh, isn't she going to be Jessica? She, no, she's uh, Jen. Oh, okay. She's Jen Walters. She is She-Hulk. So Tatiana Mas Mas Yeah, well I already butcher name, so it's fine. Everybody knows who it is. Orphan <laughs> Black Chick. We're on a roll I'm today. So gonna get added today. <laughs> um so we've got that definitely coming. Yeah. But I don't know, I mean even even She Hulk is is flirting with the A B category. Yeah. She's was an Avenger, Fantastic Four. So the only A-leaguers that really are left, that we haven't really dived into, are Fantastic Four, all of the X-Books. Yeah. And, I mean, literally, I can't can't think of anyone, like, staple that we haven't, we haven't hit. 
No, I would have liked to have seen the whole WandaVision thing happen after the reintroduction of the X-Men because right. I'm a huge fan of House of M and all of that that runs into New Avengers and the Sentinel breaking out from the rap. Like, that's that's my jam. I love that, that arc. So I would have liked to have seen that shuffle back into... Uh, obviously, it didn't, and nobody asked me, so... <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'm, I would have liked to have seen House of M. That yeah. would have been cool because we still have to flirt with Magneto. Right. Um, we know that we've got, in WandaVision, we've got Quicksilver from the X-Books right. and the other Earth. So they kind of, kind of flirt with that, too. So it's like... But what's really going on? Because I was looking, I always go back and look through my books before I come to do this show with you. Right. Um, <clears throat> everything to me is pointing to Secret Wars. Yes. Or West Coast Avengers. Those well, are the overlaps that I'm pulling out of it. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one more. Um, Thunderbolts. Yes. So we have Thunderbolts, West Coast Avengers, uh, Secret Wars, and Galactus. I think Galactus is going to be kind of, either that. It's either Galactus. Are they going to bring but, Galactus after introducing Kang? Yeah, because he's. I have a feeling that this is how they're going to do the cross rip. Because if they're going to do Secret Wars, Beyonder has to be in there somewhere. Okay. So I know we're going to go like super celestial because now we've gotten it with Inhumans, right? Um, and of course, nowhere is one of the celestial heads floating right. around in space. So. We've tiptoed around it. We're finally getting Warlock. Uh, Lord knows what we're going to get out of Love and Thunder. Or Guardians. Both right. of them have been... James Gunn has been adamant saying, this is, not the, the gar- this is not the Guardians you're expecting. Okay. So I'm curious to see what that is. But though, that's where my money is going, is towards Galactus. Well, and you've been Wars. saying Thunderbolts all along. I guess I that makes sense with bringing General Ross back in mm-hmm. to Endgame and things like that. Uh, I was not a huge Hulk fan, so I overlook that a lot. I was see because I loved the Red Hulk up until I found out who it was, <laughs> and then I was pissed. I was so angry because I loved I loved that I didn't know who he was. The villains had shit on him. Right. And he, he essentially was a bad guy. And he came across as a bad guy. But then, General Ross. Right. That fucking sucked. Oh, and we missed a big one. They're bringing Charlie back as Daredevil. MCU is bringing Charlie back as... I can't believe we walked right past that one. Well, I... I, I it was such... Have you seen Nowhere Home? Or No Way Home? No. I, I actually have not seen any of the Tom Spider-Man movies because i'm not a spider-man fan i really dislike Uh, (laughs) spider-man i I respect your right to like spider-man but i don't so the scene with charlie as daredevil is is probably the best scene one of the best scenes in the film okay because when he shows up i i applaud it i'm the only one To be fair, I did go to see the movie by myself, and it wasn't a packed house, so there's just a few people in there, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Spot the real nerd in That's, this crowd. I, exactly. <laughs> and there. We've so. replaced your average bro with a real nerd. See if you can tell the difference. We're in a hockey sweater. Wait, what? So he was really good. We've got 
um, Kingpin. Yeah. Which I'm, we'll see. Vince how that turns was so out. good. He was as Kingpin, and then they I, 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 cheesed him off. Yeah, and that just pisses me off. I'm hoping that they fix that. Me um, too. But we that means fingers crossed we do get John Bentonall's Punisher. Yay! That is that is what I'm really hoping for. That's what I, I want. I love him. And they're talking about bringing the Defenders back. For hopefully a better a better go around. Better go at it? I would Poor hope so. Poor Netflix. They just ramped it up so much and then it was just so... Yeah. Well, and I read an article. It was very interesting that Disney has learned from Netflix mistakes right by shortening the seasons yeah and the episodes okay so i I can't argue with that approach i would have to agree that some of the jessica the the was the third season or second season of jessica jones was just so long i think it was the third one where nobody everyone knew they were done right right it was just like god this is just painful i'm out um and of course the least we talk about iron fist the better because that was just horrid, 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 horrid. I disagree. <laughs> it wasn't the it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best that they could have done. No. But I spent so much time defending defending Danny Rand and Iron Fist and uh, Finn Jones. Like I had to keep having this conversation with people that they weren't, in fact, whitewashing the situation. No, that was that, that was the, the story. Iron Fist is an inherited title. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be Iron Fist. It just so happened that this one was Danny. Mm-hmm. There are other Iron Fists who are, in fact, Asian. Go look it up. Don't at me. No, and it's. I true. mean, there is. I just a, think they handled the the, the, the yeah. subject matter so poorly. There is a there is a problem with whitewashing characters in Hollywood and TV shows that exists. This wasn't one of them. Nope. This it was just the story. wasn't one of them. They just portrayed horribly. They just didn't do it justice. Finn did a good job. Finn did do a good job. <laughs> just the material was horrible, and we got left with this really weird cliffhanging thing for Luke Cage being yeah. a mob boss. And I mean, there were some good things that were coming. We just. So, do you we'll have any do you have any feelings about Mahershala Ali coming back as Blade when he left us Cottonmouth? as Cottonmouth? I mean, does it matter? I don't think it matters at this point. Because <clears throat> I, I mean, we're not going to get we're not going to get um, Nick Cage back as Johnny Blaze. Oh, thank goodness! So. <laughs> <laughs> I am over Johnny Blaze. Over Johnny Ghost Blaze. Ghostwriter. I would love to see Dan Ketch. And we got kind of a hint at Dan Ketch in Agents of Shield. Eh, I like Robbie Reyes, obviously, as Ghostwriter. I never, you know what? I read a little bit of that series and I was like, Ghostwriter needs a motorcycle. I love the muscle car. I loved um, his portrayal as Ghostwriter and I love the family dynamic and all of that, but I just. I think I was too late for that one. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Because I, I, was, I was always angry because we never got the final story of Catch. Danny, we, right. don't, we right. have no idea. And it, Blaze always dominates the, yeah. the narrative for Spirit of Angels. Yeah. We could, we could move on without him. Never see him again. That's okay. Um, but I'm fine with him coming in as, as Blade. I don't, I don't 
Eh, I don't well, care. he's such a good actor that I don't think there's going to be any carryover no. from Cottonmouth. And just it's just something that I've been thinking of. And since... I, I don't think you're going to see it. I, honestly, because I've seen how he's portraying Blade, and I really don't see any of like his Cottonmouth performance in there. Yeah. I had, I usually don't do, and you know this, you've been in public with me, I usually do not do this. But when we went to see Eternals, and you know I'm not a huge theater lover, there was this huge family, like seriously, 11 people, <clears throat> who ordered pizza to the theater and were talking. Yeah, they were passing around this box of like dominoes and talked through the entirety of the Eternals, which really cheesed me off. And then only one of these 11 people, it was one of the sons, he was probably 18 or 19, sitting on the end, glaring at his horrible family the whole time. <laughs> and then, you know, you hear Herschela at the end with, with Dane. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> says are you ready are you sure you're ready for that and uh overlooking the ebony blade and then that's it and as the lights come up the dad is like what is that what does that mean and the kid lost it he's like oh my god dad it's blade blah 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 blah." and the dad's like blade's not a comic book and then that's where i (laughs) lost it and I was like, yes, it is. Blah, blah, blah. First appearance. Here we go. These are, um, this is Dr. Morbius. And, like, the kid and I are just, like, having this comic book guy, like, word vomit on this dad who had horrible movie theater etiquette. And he's just, like, cowering in his seat. And you know I don't usually do that to people. But Slashed I just up. had had my <clears> – <throat> You hit your I limit. hit my limit. That's hilarious. And, I, and Jeremy's like, come on, let's go. And he's like holding my Hello Kitty purse and like, come on, let's go. And I was like, and then this happened. Oh and then blah, blah, blah. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. clears throat> so I can, I can see that. <laughs> and that's why I don't like, I mean, you're right. That's why I don't like going to the theater much. But. Well, I don't know why you would go if you have no interest. Best. Yes. <clears throat> Like, there are other family outings you can do besides the theater and sit there with, you know, Pete. Oh, ugh. Well, and it started at 10 in the morning. I mean, you can't wait two and a half hours to eat pizza. I mean, whatever. So, like, that's movie theaters are not high on my to do list ever, but. I get that. Uh yeah, so it was just very awkward and horrible, and then and then we had this total like nerd moment where we're just shouting at this muggle <laughs> about Blade and Wesley Snipes, and it was just it was not a highlight. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with poor Blade. I don't know. I mean, especially with Mobius, Morbius on the Sony side, right? I don't I don't know how they're gonna cross that over because I. Th- I, yeah, I remember I this know. last week because I think Morbius is in Andrew Garfield's Spider Universe. It's not ours. No. No, I think he's in the same universe with Venom and a- Andrew Garfield. That's my that's my working theory. Okay. So. You know i I haven't seen any of those Tom Hardy Venom movies. Eh. Eh. Meh. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess since I'm not a huge Spider Man fan, it makes sense that. Wouldn't, I, am, I wouldn't I am, follow but it's Venom. Just, yeah, it's just uh, Tom Hardy's fine. It's just well, we won't go into that. <clears throat> Let's go down another hole. Woohoo! <clears throat> this <laughs> <laughs> this I have been waiting to get to since since last week, and and I'm glad I waited because this week <laughs> just added fuel to this fire. Because I'm all we fired get up. <laughs> go go Vespa Rangers. That's right. Look at Boba. 
<laughs> go, go, Vespa Rangers! Yeah! What the fuck was that? So I used to ride a Vespa. I loved it. It was pink. I have a little pink helmet. Yeah. Um, and I used to ride in a scooter gang. We, yeah, we used to um, tote my scooter up to Denver and like ride through Glendale and downtown right. and everything. And then drink PBRs and Jeremy would load the scooter back in the back of his pickup and we'd drive home. Uh, <laughs> So we're watching Book of Boba Fett last week, and Jeremy turns to me. He's like, oh, my God, it's your scooter gang. <laughs> go, go, Vespa Rangers. <clears throat> what the fuck? I mean, come on. It was such a letdown because we thought that girl was going to be Mara Jade. Or something. <clears throat> or Dr. Afra, right? or Or something. Something. Especially with BK appearing. Yes. And and we get <clears throat> we get nothing. We get, like, they're... they're, they're High priced, priced hooligans. I mean, they're they're we're on Tatooine and they're dressed in suits and and just I I I honestly don't know what Favreau was thinking on this. Well, I think it's Rodriguez. Well, it's, maybe. Come on, but really, I don't know the man that brought us Desperado. I don't know. He has these moments, Spy Kids, that are just so odd and and and. Inappropriately colorful and full of spandex and and latex by kids and just random. It would look so. I mean, they're they're running they're running <laughs> Vespas on 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 walls and buildings and I just I just sat there and I I, I literally <clears throat> just was like, what? I mean, there's the one with all of the mirrors on the side. I'm like, yeah, I the, don't know. What the? What? Maybe they just needed to. Uh, you know, I have a, a task that uh, where I work for other people. Yes. And I have a checklist that I have to hit to fulfill this task. So maybe it was like that. Like maybe they're like, okay, and now you have to have something colorful for the kitties. Check. I, oh, we don't need to Jar Jar Binks this. I mean, why? <laughs> why would we at this point? I mean, we got. I don't know. We got black chocolate. Black okay. chocolate. I, I always screw his name up. I just call him black chocolate. <laughs> Um, oh my god! And and that was great. That was perfect. We got fan service out of that. I did see that um, people were kind of like Boba Fett talks a lot more than we expected. Than him we to. expected. And I know a lot of this is coming from his time spent with the the Tuscan Raiders and his new found. I don't know centering. I think he found his. Center. I think once you've been partially digested by a sarlacc, you start to reevaluate your life. And I guess that's right? fair. I mean, it's true. So <clears throat> I know we're not leaving Tatooine now. No, unless he's going to the planet of the huts. I which, don't think he's going to Nalhada. I don't think he's going anywhere near that. And I don't think he's going to the Pike homeworld. I don't see that happening. Although he's really cheesed off the Pikes, which I'm okay with. I'm yeah. waiting for a good throwdown. I'm honestly, and that's what I'm where I'm at right now. <clears throat> so let me throw this out. Okay. We've got other bounty hunters, the BK, the Wookiee. Yes. And we've got the Pikes. Yes. And we've got the Huts. Yes. Conja Club? <laughs> I can't argue that. It's their territory. They work with all of these gangs. They, yeah. They've worked with BK. They've worked with 
not the twins huts, but they they're well the twin <clears throat> huts they created for the series. Yes, because there's no they're not they're out new. of Jabba's no, 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 line. No, they're, they're new not, characters. Yeah, they're new characters. But um, yeah, Cons Club's worked with the Pikes, worked against the Pikes. There's a lot of I can't argue that. I mean, I know it's left field, but at this point, because I and I don't I'm looking for what the payoff could be in this. Because I know with Favreau writing, and I knew Rodriguez was going to get Danny Trejo in there sooner or later. But can, can I talk about that for a second? Absolutely. I was going that way. Okay. So I love Danny Trejo. Absolutely. But he keeps tur- he is such a big personality that I don't even acknowledge that there's a character there. Danny Trejo rolled Donnie, up. Donnie Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo <laughs> Danny rolled Trejo up. Trejo rolled up with a raincore, wearing a raincore wrangling outfit. It's not whatever character that is, and I just love it. I love it. I, I'm not, I don't know what character. I think I'm this not is knocking one they created it. created for the show. It is. It is. Mm. But whatever his character is, it doesn't even matter because Danny Trejo rolled up with two huts on a palanquin and a rancor knocked out. And that's just like, that's the most gangster thing yeah. I have ever seen. That was that was totally Rodriguez. I'm going to guarantee just, it. And even if he has a character, it doesn't matter because, like I said, Danny's personality is so big that it's just Danny Trejo and a rancor. I, I'm honestly excited. <laughs> I like... I like this menagerie that Boba's putting together, minus the the Vespa Rangers. But <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with the out of shape Gamorrean guards, right? Which are obviously That's so funny. Sooner or later, cannon fodder, right? Let, let's just make no mistake about it. One's getting eaten by that rancor now, and I was wondering how they were going to do it. And like, oh look, here comes Danny Trejo <laughs> with a rancor because they killed Moochie. They did kill Moochie. Poor Moochie. Poor Moochie. Anyway, <laughs> but and I love the whole interaction with with Trejo and the Rancor, and it, it's just I'm excited to see Boba Fett ride a Rancor, right? Like, right? Holy crap! And that little <clears throat> imprinting moment where you're like, is, are they going to imprint? Are they going to bond? Are they going to be BFFs? Or is he going to eat Boba Fett? I honestly thought it was a trap. <laughs> Me too. I honestly thought that the hut set this up so Me that Boba too. Fett would be like. Skittles, and that would be the end. <laughs> that would be the end of Boba Fett. <laughs> we're gonna, we're oh, gonna get through one of these where you don't snort. <laughs> one of these days, um, <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, that was great. But I, I honestly, it was <clears throat> such a good moment, and and I love the torture droid as the protocol. I mean, right? this whole menagerie that Boba has put together. Is just very, very eclectic, very cool, and I just like, I like the ebb and the flow, with the exception of the the Vespa range. Why? Damn! Why, mean, are the, so why are there contrived. scooters made out of fifty seven Chevys? Right? Is that that's how it read to me? It that's exactly like... how it read to me. Because you've got um, the mayor's assistant driving off in this sleek Cadillac style land speeder, right? And you're getting taken out by a bunch of punk kids. I don't know. I wonder if they're connected to the huts. I the the twins are going to come back. They didn't just walk away. From no, this. of course not. There's no way. And uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it's all one big setup. I'm. I am waiting for the rub, and I'm. I'm waiting with Favreau. I'm waiting for the payoff. Yeah. I don't know what it is because we are so far. 
left of anything I thought we were going to be. Although I love, I love what John Favreau and Dave Filoni are doing to bring back the lore. Mm-hmm. Because remember that uproar when Disney bought Star Wars and started throwing away the legend can't. Oh, yeah, all the canons. Which is now Legends, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, But John is bringing it back. Not all of it. But if you know it, you can see it right there. It's Mm -hmm. it's plain as day. And that's that's a nice little treat. It's it's nice. It's it's comforting. But then we have those moments like we had this week. I don't know what to expect this. I really literally do not know what to expect anymore because we've gone... What, uh, the other annoying thing, we keep just going back and forth. Right. Let's go visit the mayor. Okay, well, the mayor pissed me off. So then let's go visit these people. Okay, that pissed me Let's go back to the mayor. And it's just been this, this, this circular motion of just repeating. And Boba Fett still has not killed anyone, which I am I'm starting to take personally. He's a new man. Don't give a shit. He's, he's not. He's not a. Fest. He's not a bounty hunter anymore. I know, but that doesn't mean he can't kill a motherfucker. But why would he? Because he's a boss lord. He's a. <laughs> he, he, in, in feudal Japan, because I like that they're doing the daimyo. Right. So you have the daimyo, you have the samurai, and then you have the ronin. The ronin yes. is a samurai with no master. Yes. He is the daimyo. He is in charge. He should be killing somebody. I understand, but he's trying to get his feet out from under him. He's having a little PTSD. and Yeah, he spends a lot of time in the tank. What's he healing from? Being partially digested by the Sarlacc. <laughs> but that seems like it would be so long ago from where we're at now. Because it's five years, essentially. Yeah, well, I want to see how quickly you bounce back from being partially digested by All right, the Sarlacc. Point. And then chased by Tuscan Raiders, and then held captive and forced to dig in the in the Dune Sea. Oh, and then that whole like spirit tr- quest thing. Oh, that was weird. And then you know, fight the Pikes after that. <laughs> well, and I'm curious because <clears throat> they've mentioned it a few times, um, and I'm wondering if we are going to go back to Naomi Sunrider. Who is a deep dive. That is a super deep dive. Because they keep bringing up tattooing was a water water planet. planet. So I'm curious if we're going to see kind of some Jedi lore or something come out of this. Especially with the tree and the vision quest that we saw. Right. So they keep hinting at this. And I don't know if we're going to see something along. And how does that tie? Stuff and all of that. Well, and how does that tie back to Kenobi? Yeah. I mean, because obviously Kenobi's dead at this point, but, um, you know, we're spending a lot of time on Tatooine, and we're mm-hmm. going to go back there with the Kenobi series. So are they, I'm, I'm with you, are they going to bring up that really eldritch Jedi lore? And, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I, I like it. Just no more Power Ranger crap, please. <laughs> I don't watch Star Wars for Power Ranger fixes, okay? <laughs> Just saying. Well, and I and I get that you want a little more action, and I think that's what we were expecting. But remember, Rodriguez's heroes are a slow burn. They are a slow burn. They this are usually only... quieter. They are usually chattier than... moving a little slower. Not oh. like frumping along or anything, but like it's a slow burn. It is a slow burn. And he's been very... I mean, I honestly think 
we had less speaking line in Desperado and El Mariachi than Boba Fett. Boba Fett's just chatty as as all I get out. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Anyway, we'll see what happens this week. We're almost at the halfway point for Book of Boba, so we can only ramp up from this point on is what I'm thinking. Well, they've got to do a lot of world building here because we don't have much info on Boba Fett. I mean, not, we don't have anything. So you've got to start from scratch. And uh, because Tamura wanted to include the Maori um, fighting style, mm-hmm. they had to create that whole storyline where he gets his Gavi stick and why he's using it. And so like, that was a cool <clears throat> scene, though, with them dancing around the fire. That was. It was very, That very was amazing. Cool. It was great. So I think there's just more world building because unlike, you know, we all know Han Solo you didn't have to like do a lot of work on Han Solo. We you all didn't. know we know the Lord. Princess Leia, you know, but Boba Fett has nothing. Boba is completely. I a love blank that slate. somebody was like, "Yeah, now that's how you hold up a train." Okay, first of all, assholes, uh, Han Solo <laughs> was holding up a train above a mountain cliff. Okay, <laughs> that was suspended in midair. Yeah, of course it's going to go sideways. You have Woody Harrelson in charge. What do you expect? <laughs> Just say. Anyway. Uh, Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Things that don't make sense. Peacemaker. Have you watched this? No. Oh, my God. I don't know what to think of this show. Well, you know, I'm not a big DC fan, so I'm unlikely to jump in that water. I don't... I'm I'm reluctant. I mean, so this picks up directly after Suicide Squad. Right. And it's John Cena, who... I'm not really a fan of. I know I know a lot of people don't understand that, and they're like, how do you like The Rock and, and not like John Cena? Well, quite easily. Well, you don't you. have to like every wrestler turned actor. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, it's really weird. Um, it's on HBO Max, and I'm just sitting here scratching my head like, I like the violence. The violence is kind of cool, but I just do not <laughs> like John Cena. I don't care. He for the can character. be kind of. I'm sure he's a wonderful person, but he, he is can, a great person. He can be kind of clunky, and I mean, maybe that property is what secured him his role as the peacemaker. Because the little bit I know about he peacemaker is just kind of a clunky person, anyway. But yes, it just seems so odd, misplaced, forced. Yes, clunky is probably the best word for it. Not, yeah, it just, I mean, I mean, I don't have room to talk. Nobody ever hired me to act in anything, but um, it just doesn't seem very natural. You know, like, your, your analogy of The Rock, well, Dwayne is so natural. He's so... He's very charismatic. He is very charismatic, and so he's just, it's, it's more natural, but John always seems like... Or even Dave Batista. Dave is very Batista's natural I, too, because he just is a little goofy and just takes it on the chin. And but but John Cena always seems very rigid. Like yes, he's very uncomfortable very or something. Stiff. I yeah. really, maybe he'll loosen up during this. I mean, it's a James Gunn property, so Gunn's doing it. He's written it. He's directed it. You can see his influence in the music, 
as we we progress through the story. They did um, a a dump of like two episodes, and now it'll be weekly. I love that we're so accustomed to binging things that two in a row is a dump. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> and I, I mean, you've got Eagly, which is a CGI-created eagle, bald eagle. That's his sidekick. Right. And, and even James Gunn is like, anyone is in scenes with Eagly, he's going to steal the scene. And actually, Eagly is kind of fun. It's just really... Really weird. You know what DCI would like to see? Like, mm. uh, truly, are the old Hanna-Barbera, like, Justice League? That's that's what I like. I don't know. Everything that... Hall of Justice? Yeah. Ted Knight? Yeah. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Exactly. Yes. And, um, yeah, the the villains in the swamp and the whole, like... That's that's really fun. Or when they crossed over with Scooby Doo and the Harlem Globetrotters, that is big fun there. But I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it: the DC cinematic situation is a daily and a dollar short. Way, way, way. <laughs> it's just not catch up on this. I, I, I'm sorry if you love it. It's I, you're entitled to like what you like. I don't like it. I don't think it lives up to to the hype, and I don't think it's doing what they mean for it to do. Well, and I know DC on par is a darker universe, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to balance this out because I've got a point here. DC is a darker universe, and we've, we've heard the jokes and all of that, but I think that they're being dark and more violent than necessary to keep up with the Marvel engine that won't stop. Right, but if they're going to continue to be that dark, they need to bring on Alan Moore and Grant Morrison and oh, uh, Frank Miller oh. kind of stuff. Like, if you're going to go dark, go dark. Bring on the heroin using Batman. Don't don't tiptoe around it. It was it was Venom first of all. It wasn't heroin? Okay. <laughs> yes. But um, you know what I mean. Like, no, if you're if you're going to do it. Do, Do it, it right. But see, and here's the here's the balance. Here's the other side of this conversation because this leads me right into because as much as I like Peacemaker and the violence and all of that, I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah. This is DC's trick. Like Marvel, anytime you know we want a Joker laugh, we'll punch or kick Loki in the nuts. Right. So you know DC's reaction is let's just be as brutal and and as vicious as possible. And yet on the other side we have the CW, which has Superman and Lois. Which, clever written, very good characters, um, and I hate Superman, and I yeah. love this show. I think this is probably by far, it, it even has surpassed my favorite is Flash when it comes to the CW, just how they've orchestrated it. Now, last year, I said we're getting Doomsday. Well, actually, I'm right, because the, <laughs> the, the episode ends last week with the the absolute, this earth-shaking storyline of killing Superman where we went issues where in the background you just keep hearing the boom. Right. The boom. And it was Doomsday punching his way out of the prison in the center of the earth. Oh, wow. We get that in Superman and Lois. So Doomsday... Okay, I might I might go back and watch that then. It is, it is coming and... I mean, they set everything up. We had the Eradicator. We have Superboy. We have Steel. Oddly enough, we don't have Supergirl, who's the one that's missing out of this, because I think... But doesn't she have her own show? No, that got canceled. It's oh. done. 
Okay. But she's the only one that's missing out of that that trifecta or the the quad quintuplet. Quintuplet. Quad. Thank you. Um, <laughs> for that whole storyline. <laughs> I'm sitting here holding up four fingers. Which one of us is the math nerd? That's right. <laughs> Maths. Who knew? But it is, and, and the final scene is the, the fist that breaks through okay. the rock. Okay. Like it did in the comic. But I really like the the take. Now, DC, in my opinion, has always had the better writing, and they've always been able to take C and B characters and make them interesting. Like uh, Identity Crisis. Okay. We had no idea who the the killer was, and it was. And again, it's there's C characters. Elongated man, not a strong character. <laughs> Elongated man. Yeah, I haven't exactly. Heard, Even the I name. You're like. I haven't heard that in years. Exactly. I'm elongated man. <laughs> we'll do it in our Ted Knight voice. <laughs> Meanwhile, elongated man comes. And solves the problem of getting under the door. <laughs> but it's shit like that. How do you make a character like that interesting? And DC's always had like the, the, the writing and, I mean, even Adam Strange, who has always been a C-level character. He's yeah. on RAN. I mean, he's not even, he's human and he's screwed up and all of that, but... Again, a decent story with him recently, and it, DC knows how to write. They just, they just don't give themselves enough credit. Well, and now Superman and Lois, which we we've never seen Superman as a dad, and and this whole new setting is just kind of fun. So how I, do you? I wish you hadn't said it like that because earlier in the week, uh, Fan Expo Denver announced. Uh, Clerks coming to yes. Fan Expo. So I've been thinking about like Kevin Smith stuff. And I know this is totally different. This is no, um, from what, it, what I'm thinking of is from Mallrats and not from Clerks, but because I've had Kevin Smith on the brain lately. And then you're like, and Superman's a dad. And then I just went to that gross moment in the mall and mall rats where they're <laughs> talking about why Superman can't. I will spare you the graphic. Uh, imagery because I'm sure you know it, but that's like right where my I spend too much time with comic book guys, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so gross. Well, to be fair, uh, she got pregnant on their honeymoon when they were in 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 the bottle, the city in the bottle. In, that's in fine. Candor. So it's, <laughs> to we eliminate to, that we don't vicious, need to go down that vicious visual that you have in your mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm wow. gross. I love it. <laughs> I didn't even have to say it, folks. Every once in a while, like, my brain just Dirty. turns into a 12-year-old boy, and, and we have these moments, and now I'm back. But see, there, there's how they're going to do one of the most prolific stories. This really started in the 90s and started DC down an entirely different path of yeah, killing off heroes and just, like, making decent stories. But Are I, they, though... I don't know. Because they've had, what, three, four universal resets in the last 10-ish years. They Oh, it's been, like, what, four restarts in yeah. eight years? Like, every year we got a restart in D.C.? Yeah, it's kind of, it's a little chaotic over there. And Way chaotic right their now. Their movies and their shows aren't quite up to scratch, and I don't know. I, I'm... 
curious as to why you say that they're doing better writing. <clears throat> they've got the better writers. They've got the better stories, but they just can't deliver. No. Nope. They really can't. They can't. I mean, they'll. T- I will put a B-League, decently written DC her- hero against a Marvel any day of the week. Elongated man! <laughs> That face, oh my god. I have to do the elongated man <laughs> face. Hands on hips and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. The blue beetle. I mean, come on. Beetle. Now, I want Hanna-Barbera, JLA, mid-70s, all day, every day. I would, yeah, Firestorm came out of that. I remember yeah. Cyborg, all that fun stuff. Yeah. But I don't think we'll ever see it. Well... That's a shame. I know. I, you know, I really love, that's what got me, that's what got me into comics, that's what got me into animation, was uh, here, when I was growing up, uh, it was on USA Cartoon Train or something, Cartoon Express, Cartoon Express. Cartoon Express. And they had Space Ghost, and they had all of those. And then when I was in high school, Cartoon Network started, and they had no original programming then. It was all, all Adam Ant and Kung, Kong, Hong Kong Fooey and uh, the Banana Splits. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so I love all that kind of stuff. I would love to see it come back. But in that, like, cleaner animation style, but in that same goofy, Scooby-Doo, really corny way. Yes. I would agree. Um, speaking of doing things in a very corny way, and I know I catch a lot of flack on this, but I thought this was actually a very good movie. Uh, Red Notice is actually going to be getting Red Notice 2 and 3. Oh, you, you loved this movie. I did love this movie. <laughs> speaking, speaking of The of Rock, the rock. <laughs> this this movie I thought was absolutely just <clears throat> fun. This was I had no expectations, didn't give a shit, and it uh, it really hit, according to what Netflix is saying. That's and cool. I guess it only made it only took two hundred million to make. Only. Only, which I guess in comparison to, I mean, I don't even know what budgets are anymore after everything that's gone on. Right. Um, but right now it looks like, according to Deadline, that Red Notice two and three are officially in the works at Netflix. The streaming network has not commented on the news, but it seems like the progression is pretty far along. Um, the report mentions the production is being eyed to start somewhere in 2023. Both movies are going to be filmed back-to-back, which is nice. And uh, the director and writer, Ross and Marshall, will be um, doing them who did uh, the first one. Oh, fun. Did you watch this? It is on my it is at the top of my to watch list. I've been filtering through. I keep a list of all the things that we talk about and I never watch. Uh, <laughs> so it is actually at the top of my list, but I'm mad at Netflix today cuz they canceled my show. What did they cancel? Bebop. Oh, did they officially yeah, officially cancel yeah. it? Yeah. I did put a post up of um, the 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 music for the intro. I saw that. Uh so I know it I know it wasn't what people were expecting, but I loved it. I loved I every it minute great. of it. Um, <clears throat> I there was nothing I would have done differently with that live action. No, it was perfect. I I really liked it. Um, we need to separate ourselves from 
things can only be like the original because we can't just keep remaking. You can't rehash it. Everything no. over and over again. Uh, the divergences were great. Yep. The characters were fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I got to talk to Steve Bloom a little bit about this. So even and he was completely down with it. He, he was, loved it. Yes, he was. And so um, I'm just a little bit heartbroken. I There's one thing I would have changed. <clears throat> they leave Ayn on the dock. Oh, and the that, Fergie? That broke my heart. <laughs> I, I felt so bad with that. Like, oh, I know. Dog. But I like, and that's what pissed me off because Ayn comes back at the final episode. With Ed. With Ed. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. It worked so well. The character, the pacing, um, the, all of it was just perfect. So, um my son, who's an adult human, he's almost 24, he and I were talking about it. He's like, I don't know, Mom. It's real sticky, But I liked this shtick. Yes. I just, I thought it was clever. Uh, uh, I, Mustafar Shakir was so spot on as uh, Jet. And we even talked to Steve about that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, how did he replicate that voice? How, yeah, to get it the voice. It was stunning. It was just, like, if you closed your eyes, it was not... It was it was just perfect. I really loved it. They they and Sam Spiegel was or Spike, Spike. Spiegel was. I mean, uh, all these words are trying to fight to get out of my mouth, and it just keeps coming <laughs> back. Is it was perfect. There was nothing. Uh, the effects were great. The sets were spot on. The outfits was exactly as I expected. Them. Yeah. The characters, the background. I mean, everything and, just hit. And that is the big scene. The standoff between Spike and Vicious. Yes. That is that is so layered. So that is that is James O'Barr's church from the crow. Yes. It is. It's the uh the original Japanese team when they made the anime said that is from the crow. That is the church in the crow. It was beautiful in animation. Mm-hmm. It was dead on in film. That I mean they hit the most important scenes spot they did. on. I mean, the the standoff, the, uh, yeah. the fight, the whole the whole choreography between the two of them, they, even the dialogue. They, the dialogue, the dialogue, was nearly verbatim. Like the big sp- spine tingly line was yes. identical. Like it just, I loved it, and I'm heartbroken that it didn't catch on. I'm mad at Wired for saying that it failed. <clears throat> Wired, you're... Okay, first of all... <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I, I expect ads on this one. First of all, nerds, you got it wrong. Um, you always complain and cry. We want something new. We want something to challenge us. They kicked the the asses of you guys, and you didn't know what to do with it. That's the, the thing. And Wired, I'll oh, fuck off, Wired. You get a bunch of pompous ass. Gatekeeping okay. nerds. Okay. Really Woo. do not like Wired. <laughs> Hang on. Smurf fired up here. Uh. <laughs> but the nerds got it wrong. And they and like you said, they got the key points. They got the dialogue, which is so much more important right? in that fight. And then to have that that beautiful scene all come together. I liked the twist. And I, I thought it was it was inventive and it was something that I wasn't expecting. That's fair. That wasn't my favorite part. Um, it was not my favorite, but I liked I liked how they did it because we know how you and I know how the story ends. Right, right. And it's tragic. 
It is. But and and the, but that's all with K drama and K pops and all of that. We we we, right, we know right. how it goes. Well, they this I don't like that change, but I know why it's there. Mm-hmm. Because in the anime, everybody's it's, dead. Every, yeah, it's a lot more final. <laughs> everybody's dead. And there was and so, so many more, there's so much more story left. To there's tell. so much more story because they told a lot of the existing story and then they brought in some new story, but there was still more. There was. There was just more, and I'm I'm a little sad that it didn't carry over. Um, and I'm sorry if you guys didn't like it. I loved it, you got and you've got words. it. You've got to take it as its own thing. Yes, and uh, absolutely, you're willing to give other things the benefit of the doubt, and then this you guys get all wound up about. You guys got it wrong. Well, sorry, we can't. We can't. We can't demand new things and then complain about them. Exactly. And then we can't have, there's a, there's a whole like meme about this. Like you can't say you want new things and then complain that it's not identical. And I, you know, and you and I complain a lot about what's gone on, but I don't think it's the, it's the translation that we're complaining about. I think it's the execution. Yes. Uh, like, like technical things, like you were a bad actor or the writing wasn't good or, you know, whatever, you know, we didn't need that many CGI dragons or whatever, whatever (laughs) the case may, I feel like it's more, I feel like it's more of a commentary on the execution rather than the content. Correct. Um, And I thought Bebop was excellent content and excellent execution. And I said it all along, the changes made sense. I didn't like all the changes, but they make sense. It makes sense. It works. <clears throat> and I so. went in with a, a clear... The one time I go in with like, okay, <laughs> clear mind, not 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 debating anything. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was... Got it wrong, nerds. Way to go. Hope you're happy with yourself. Well, don't um, scold people like that. Jeez. <laughs> everyone else is holding their hands like, oh, no, you guys are right. No, you're not. You're wrong. <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell you. Yeah, you fucked it up. Way to go. <laughs> I'll be proud of yourself. <laughs> uh, and then our of, listenership drops. drops. <laughs> so many people are angry with me right now. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be negative. So we'll go, we'll go to something else that I'll, I'll rip on here for a second. Because <laughs> Disney is tired of everyone else getting Santa Claus money. So the Santa Claus series from D+. Uh, is returning, and they're bringing Tim Allen back to reprise his role as Sanner. Why? I don't know. I honestly have a theory. <laughs> it could be bunnies. It is could be bunnies. <laughs> but I think, because you have Netflix's Chris, Christmas Chronicles. With Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. And Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah. I love the two that they've done. I'm hoping that we see a third installment. Kurt Russell as Santa Claus is a stroke of genius. It's perfect. Well, they're adorable together. They are adorable together. But I think Disney is pissed that they missed out on the Santa wagon. Oh, See what I did God. there? The sleigh. The sleigh pass. <laughs> um, that they're like, well, we've already got a Santa in the, the, the barn. Why don't we bring back Tim Allen as the Santa Claus? Even though the third movie should never have been made. Martin Short. Martin Short. <laughs> We're looking at you. No, we love Martin Short. So he's one of our favorite amigos. He is. Um, yeah, those movies aren't good. They're not good. They're not even his kids' movies. They're not good. They're. No. It's so. It's. They're just so. 
blunt. I like they're just hitting you with blunt objects. I just don't know what yes. else to say about them. They're not. I. I didn't. Well, I mean, I was a teenager when those started coming out, so I didn't think they were that good then. And and they I didn't know, improve over time. No, and. You've got Tim Allen, who Last Man Standing was his his last show, which ran for nine years. Of course, you know, uh, Home Improvement, Tim the Toolman Taylor, um, still voicing Buzz Lightyear for most of everything, except for the new movie coming out, which Chris Evans is voicing. Right, that was random. That is random. But I'm like, okay, I guess. Um, but I honestly, there's no whole lot of news on this. Just the simple fact that this caught my eye and... I, Tim Allen's long-standing career with Disney continues on because ABC has home improvement and why didn't all of that. they? I think a better choice would have been to carry on with that Anna Kendrick character that they made. What was? Oh, yeah, because she is darling. She yep. is so funny and really like maybe maybe Anna didn't want to play this character until the end of time but I think that would have been that was a fresh take that was one of the first originals when mm-hmm. Disney Plus launched. It was so cute. It was so cute my dad watched it twice. My dad has never watched anything twice let alone cuteness but he really, really, my mom and dad were living with us at that time because they were building a new house but right. Uh, anyway, he was like, yeah, put that Christmas movie back on. That was really cute. Well, it's hard to beat Anna Kendrick, though. Right. I mean, she's just oh so sweet. I mean, if if you hate Anna Kendrick, you have no (laughs) soul. I mean, that that woman is just overload on adorable. I mean, just. Yeah, she's she's really cute. She is. And she played, uh, what is that, Noelle. Uh Uh-huh. She played that so well. It was just so darling and charming. And it was a really fresh take mm-hmm. on the Santa Claus story and what was going on there. And I think they should have run with that. I I agree. I just, I, I'm just confounded by Disney's weird choices that they're making because they seem more reactionary than anything, especially when we, we got that. So I'm like, hmm. I don't know. Bad choice. Contracts are weird things. Contracts are weird things. It may not really be Disney. It may be, you know, an old contract clause that they have to honor. And who knows with Tim? I mean, I have nothing against Tim Allen. I think he's a a marvelous person. He's an incredible stand-up. He's done a lot for family television. Yes. He's a a big proponent for family television, which I I completely endorse. But I just... eh, Eh, it seems clunky. It seems clunky. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be John Cena's new sidekick. We're going to get so much hate mail this today. Oh, my God. You will. They, people, you, you get it more than I do, I, I which do, I think is I funny. I do get hate mail. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> uh, final story that I caught my eye, and I only had to do this because I know Red listens, I think. Hi, Red. Hi, Red. Um, and I had to do it just because of everything that's floating around on this, and I'm excited to see it. But Timothy Oliphant yes. is coming back for another Justified movie series. Really? Yes. I'm so excited about this. I know you look at me and you think, yeah, that's a country western guy. No, I'm not. No. But I love Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> he was great in Mandalorian. Uh, Santa Clara Diet was was a great 
yeah. series with her and him and Drew Barrymore. What's that other cowboy one he's in? Um, I don't know. HBO. Oh, uh, Deadwood. 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 Yeah. He was great in Deadwood. It took me a minute to remember. Yeah. <laughs> what a go, Smurf. Yeah, he was so I great. I loved him in that remember. show that I couldn't remember what exactly. it was. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Ian McShane immediately just comes to my mind and just overshadows everybody. Um, there's uh, so FX and Sony Pictures Television have confirmed that Justified will return for a new chapter as a limited series that'll have the somewhat awkward um, title of Justified City Primeval, uh, based on the late Eleanor Leonard's uh, novel by the same name. Hmm. So uh, I'm excited because I just I cause first of all the character that was in Mandalorian right out of the books so good super deep dive so good uh, yeah it was um, that was the bottom of the ocean that there. was the bottom of, that was the bottom <clears throat> of tattooing and it was <laughs> so well done and I really hope that they bring his character back and Timothy to do right. his character because it's kind of like his intro almost in the books um, with the exception of the Mandalorian being there. I want I want him to be a mainstay on in Star Wars. Yeah. I really do. In fact, I'm surprised he hasn't shown up in Book of Boba yet. I think he will. I feel like we're going to see him again. Because his town is literally just not right that there far outside from of... Espa. Yeah. Yeah. So why we haven't seen him yet, uh, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm hoping that we get him. But I love the Justified series. I obviously haven't seen those. Uh, <laughs> big surprise. Big surprise. Uh, I, yeah, he was great in Mando. He was. He was. He, it just works. And he just has that. And that, that armor is so ill-fitting on him. And it just looks so weird. And he just looks so uncomfortable. He looked though. uncomfortable. And I didn't know. I mean, he looks rather, like, tiny. Like, yeah. Really, like, it doesn't fit. Well, I mean, that's the point. It's not supposed to fit him. Right. <laughs> but I think Tamora is bigger than, than Timothy, right? Yeah, I mean, not like he's big, big, big but right. he's he's more stout mm. than yeah, because Timothy is tall and lean, tall and lean, very. And yeah. Timur is not short and fat. That's not what I was saying, but he's just a different. He's just he's just oh a little pudgy, pudgy boba. Who's my pudgy boba? We're insulting people. <laughs> We're body shaming. Shall we have some racial slurs? Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no kidding. Racial I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it didn't mean that. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, but I know there's a lot of uh, Justified fans out there. Yeah. And just to see the show come back based on the book. They haven't done a release date or anything else yet, but it will be on um, FX. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that kind of takes care of everything I've got. Yeah. What are you watching? Uh, I just finished watching one of my favorite K-dramas called It's Okay to Not Be Okay. And <laughs> I love okay. I love that because the crux is everybody gets therapy and learns to be them be- their, be- their best self. Their best self? Yeah. Oh. 
I don't know. Red's down the K-drama hole now, too. Yay! I brought another one with me. She started with <laughs> Korean Odyssey again, which is just a brilliant series. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. And now she has gone firmly down the rabbit hole. She, sp- she sends me a text message this morning of, like, I just want a table of dumplings. Yeah. That I could just sit and, and eat ramen. all day. Yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. like, <sighs> and she keeps telling me of these dumplings, how amazing they are. And I'm like, where are they? I keep forgetting the name. She won't tell me. She's like, I forget the name. <laughs> no like, dumplings for smart. <sighs> Damn it. Uh, there's another arcade drama that premiered on Netflix here on Christmas Eve. And it has my boyfriend, Gong Yoo, uh, which you may know from the, the subway slapper from Squid Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he is my boyfriend and I love him. Uh, it's called The Silent Sea. And it takes place on the moon. It's very sci-fi. Uh, we're loving it, but I have, you know, I'm a big wimp and can't tolerate being frightened uh, at all. So we've been having to watch it, like, during the day with all the lights on, <laughs> and I can't watch it by myself. So it's very slow going, and I I love it, um, not just because my boyfriend's in it, but it's a really interesting show. But Jeremy and I have to keep stopping it because the science isn't sound, Oh, and it and we're, we're those kinds of nerds. <laughs> we're just like, no, that would never happen. That's not how oxygen tanks work. And it's just so, uh, if you are not that kind of technical nerd, which I know you're not, you'll probably breeze right through it and love it. It's really, it's really interesting. Um, I love that one. There was the one, I can't remember. I recommended it for everyone where they were truckers and they were moving crates and they had the robot and the little girl and... Damn it, I can't think of what it was now. But it was really, it was really, really good. And I have the one that you were talking about in my queue. Yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some promo stills for this on uh, Instagram. And they've given this already, like, super attractive man a temporary tattoo. And then they gave him a kitten. And I had to go lay down for a minute. (laughs) Because he's already super handsome. He didn't need a tattoo and a kitten. It was it was too much, and I just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of Susie's brain. Just yeah, yeah. I, I oh my god, I I love him. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up this week. Unless you've yeah. got anything else, there's Susie's recommendations for this week. We have Silence-y. no idea what to expect from Book of Boba at this point. No. If we get El Mariachi showing up, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> Somebody shows up with a guitar case. I, I swear. I swear to God, I'm done. <laughs> Rodriguez, come on. Yeah. No reason. You can spaghetti western the shit out of this. You Mara don't need it. Jade. Mara, Mara Jade. Jade. Mara Doctor Afro. <clears throat> I always mutilate that name. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I know. yeah. Yeah. Um. Just something. Give yeah. us something. Our. I have secret projects. You have secret projects. I don't know if I can talk about you them You can't yet. talk about I them. can't talk about you them can't. yet. Uh, I'm so excited, though. If you saw my Instagram page last week, uh, you saw a really up-close shot of one of the Did. secret projects. Um, I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Uh, as soon as we can, we will announce it. There are other things. There's stuff going on behind the scenes here that we can't talk about. Because we've got stuff. projects. We've got oh cons and and contracts and stuff. Stuff. So excited. It's so weird having stuff that we can't talk about. It is. And I'm a bad secret keeper, so. 
Well, there you have it. Susie's a bad secret keeper, but share us, like us, give us a subscribe, tell your friends about us, because, well, we're just crazy and we need attention. Yeah, we do. (laughs) But on that bombshell, which really isn't a bombshell, we shall say goodbye. Until then, until next week, until whenever, run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. Good night.